we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone. This is Eddie Estrada with the Hot and Bravoed podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I'm here with a very, very special guest this week. Jess from Real Housewives of the West Side. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. Even better now that I'm talking with you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's always great to have you on. For those who don't know who you are and what your podcast is, give us a quick rundown of your situation because I adore you and you have so many fans who adore you as well. Oh, well, thank you. I adore you as well. Actually, you were on my podcast a couple weeks ago, and I was just telling you that uh, it was a very popular episode and got very great feedback. So that, thank you for that. Uh, but yes, my podcast is called The Real Housewife of the West Side because I am a housewife and I live on the west side of L.A., and uh, yeah, I talk about my IRL encounters with housewives and some gossip and then other, pretty much just any mishigas that I find interesting. So, yeah. And that's why we asked you this week to come on This Week in Bravo's Top 5, which is one of our favorite new segments that we do here on Hot and Bravo. And for those who don't know, this is a weekly show where we break down the top five stories in the Bravoverse that happen off screen. So it's not the things that you're seeing, you know, on screen. It's the things that are happening off screen that you hear about in the news, which is so much fun. We also share our Hot and Bravo moment of the week um, where we tell you what got us hot and bothered on our Bravo screen. So just you don't know the nominations for that yet, but you will. And it will be so much fun when we break that down. Um, it's going to be a surprise. It's a surprise. But just so everyone <laughs> knows, our top two stories and our hot and Bravo moment of the week will be exclusively on our Patreon. So if you want to check those out, plus our exciting other benefits, please check us out at patreon.com slash hot and Bravo. I'm a member. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> we love that you love it. Um, <laughs> All right, Jess, are you ready to dive into the stories of this week? Let's do it. All right. The first story comes from someone that you actually know. So this will be a fun <laughs> one to talk about. I know you're tight with this housewife. So story number five is Luann Deliceps, the Countess, is finally off probation. So if you guys don't know, y'all should know by this point, Luann has been through tons of trouble after her arrest. Um, and she was on probation because, as you know... She did get a little bit um, lit in Chicago after one of her (laughs) shows, which broke her previous probation. So things were extended and it was a little bit hard. Um, But she did share a note on Instagram on Wednesday that thanked her fans saying, Hi, my friends. I'm happy to say after a difficult year, I've made it through. I'm humbled and grateful for this life lesson and ready to put the past behind me and move on with my life. Wish me luck. Thank you for your undying support over the year. Love always, Luann. So Jess, what do you think of Luann ending her probation? Do you think she's going to be hitting the town? How do you think she's going to be dealing with like everything that, you know, has happened in the past year that's finally done? Well, you know, what's interesting is that I was actually with Luann the day that the story broke. The day that the story broke about the two mimosas, uh, we had dinner together and, you know, she was very, I, I, I remember she came into the, 
it was uh, myself and then my good friend, Aliza, and we had dinner with her at Soho House and she came in and she was like, well, girls, it's been a real shitty day. So, Hello, <laughs> <laughs> girls, here yeah. I am. I love it. But yeah, she was. She seemed very humble and whatever. And um, no, I, I I love Luann, but I will say, and I'm, but I will say, you know, she, she she's a cuckoo at all. She knows it. It, I, you, you gotta love her. I mean, she does a mean handstand in yoga. I'll tell you that. Um, her abs show it. I mean, there's no I way. <laughs> shape. Honestly, she like killed me in yoga. I was dying, and she was like just whipping through. Anyway, um. You know, I thought I saw her post. I thought it was funny how she took, you know, she had her stationery yeah. and she, it was very Connecticut, which as a Connecticut myself. Um, a Connecticut? Is that I, the proper term? I don't know. I'm making that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. No, I'm stealing it. A Connecticut. Uh, I, you know, I do enjoy stationery, but I loved how she placed it like on her, you know, little bed of purple roses. And it was very, uh, you know, very class with the countess. Yes. Uh, but I do a little bit, and I was actually talking about this with a mutual friend of ours. I, I was like, so she's basically saying, like, okay, I did my time. Now I can go, like, whoop it up, as Vicky would say. And uh, my <laughs> this friend of mine, she was like, uh, I think that's pretty much what she's saying. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, when, you know, when she was here in L.A. in, in May, she at least with me, she was very devoted and she drank water and she was on track with the program. I don't know about now. I haven't been in. We've texted a bit about some things, but not about that. So, um, you know, I, I wish her well. I, I think it probably hopefully humbled her a bit. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, I'm sure that we will see and hear all about it this season. So I don't know. I'm kind of I'm iffy on it, I guess, is my stance. <laughs> I, I definitely think she's going to go whip it up. Like, she's full and full. She's going to be loving this season. I think her and Sonia are going to be two on the town together. Um, I think that's Maybe where this is headed. Vicky at Andale's. Hey, if I could get to Andale's with uh, Vicky <laughs> actually hosted that, like, Puerto Rico or Puerto Vallarta trip. Uh, yeah. like I want, was it like a year ago or something or two years ago. I wish I would have gone on that trip and gone to Andalay's with her and experienced that because I went with my family and we just stepped in and I was like, mom, do I just tell them I'm Vicky's nephew? <laughs> See what they say. And she's like, you can't do that. Like you can't just pretend you're Vicky's nephew. But I mean, if Luann, if Luann wants to go on a trip, her Sonia, Vicky, Kelly Dodd, even if they ever make up, I would love to that do that on trip. That would be kind of an amazing combo. That those four, yeah, <laughs> it'd be I would, crazy. I would, I would get a front seat to that. It yeah. would be amazing. Um, but I too wish Luann the best. I think, I think whatever she does is going to be her. It's going to be Luann. I don't think she's going to be getting in trouble again. I do think she's going to be a lot smarter about how she's drinking, where she's drinking, who she's drinking with, and why she's drinking. Um, the who, what, when, where, why, how uh, of <laughs> what she's going to have to deal with for the rest of her life. But, you know, I think she's going to have a little fun. I think she's going to enjoy herself. I mean, she's had that man that remember in Miami, she had that man that was like, oh, can I get you a drink? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sober. And he's like, I forgot about that. She's going to be she's going to be reconnecting with him. That's her first stop. She's flying straight into Hurricane Dorian to meet that guy in Miami who she had to deny a drink from to finally have that little oh, cocktail. Yeah. Oh, cocktail, so funny. All right. Well, speaking of um, 
celebrities and Bravoverse and people who are going head to head. Um, we have a kind of weird feud going on right now. And I don't know if you heard about this, but Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules has blocked Captain Lee from Below Deck. Have you heard about this? I did. Um, you know, I I actually don't watch either Below Deck or Vanderpump Rules, <gasps> but I feel like if you're... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I get a lot of shit for it. It's fine. I'll um, forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Connecticut but thing, I guess, maybe. It's a Connecticut thing. That's going to be my new tagline. Um, but, you know, I feel like if you're at all in this Bravo universe, it it all kind of seeps in. So, yes, I have heard about it. So, for those who don't know this story, Jax Taylor, as always, has been on one on social media. He's always fighting with people. He's always calling people out. He's just very hot-headed on social media and especially Twitter. So he had posted something uh, last week um, to the haters on Twitter. And he said, the day you become perfect is the day you can give me your opinion and advice. Until then, worry about you. Your life will be more fulfilled. Which is like the stupidest thing ever. It's like, okay, first of all, yeah, don't throw rocks at glass houses. But Jax, you're not perfect anyways. Like you should maybe take the advice of some people because we've seen you and we know who you are. And Captain Lee had to give his thoughts as well. And so he said, just wanted to see if I have this right. You only take advice or listen to opinions of those who are perfect. Well, that <laughs> certainly narrows the field, doesn't it? Which is so funny. I because mean, I kind of agree with it. <laughs> Captain Lee, like, let's be real. He's telling the truth right here. It, it, it was a funny little jab at Jax trying to help him see the light as any, you know, older captain would. You know, he's just trying to help his young <laughs> stew uh, understand the world. And Jax clearly did not take this great because he blocked Captain Lee and Captain Lee let the world know. He said, well, it finally happened at Mr. Jax Taylor blocked me. Um, not sure how I'll get to sleep this evening, but I'll give it the good old <laughs> college try. So first of all, Captain Lee has become my new favorite person on Twitter. I gave him an immediate follow and was like, this is freaking hilarious. I mean, he's got a good sense of humor. He's got a great sense of humor. And he knows how to deal with hot-headed, temper-filled youngins because he has to deal with them all the time on Below Deck. So he knows who these people are. He's dealt with idiots like this before. And he's just trying to give them, like, a jokingly, like, good fatherly advice, you know? Right. And Jax is just like, I'm king. I'm the number one man in this group of Bravo. And no one can tell me what to do, which is stupid. (laughs) Jax, come on. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Well, yeah, I'd have to agree with uh, the captain on this one. And I mean, if anything, like Jax is coming off as a real like asshole right now. He's fucking everyone on Twitter. I mean, Kristen Doty, Tom Sandoval, Ariana Maddox. Who knows who he's going to block next? My fingers are crossed for some type of housewife. Uh, (laughs) I, I really hope he blocks someone crazy and they go off on him. I don't know who that would be. I'd love for it to be Kelly Dodd. I'd love to see him eaten alive by Kelly Dodd. That's what I need to see at BravoCon, uh, <laughs> which I don't have tickets to. Um, but I'll right, give it the right. old college try. <laughs> as Captain yeah, Lee would exactly, say. exactly. Okay, let's move a little bit, uh, I guess, north now. Or, I mean, it's still in the L.A. area. We're going to move from Jax Taylor to Beverly Hills for our number three story. And, Jess, you know a lot more about the story than I think I do. So I'm just going to kind of give a gist and you can kind of maybe break it down for me. Does that work? 
Perfect. Yes, I did a deep dive on this story on my Patreon today, actually. Well, why don't you tell the story? Because if you know it better, (laughs) I would love for you to break down what's going on. The number three story is the Dorit burglary um, story. I mean, there's so many layers to it. There's so many levels and things happened last week. So why don't you let the fans know what went down? Well, yes. Let me just hijack your podcast here. It's totally fine. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did quite a deep dive um, on this. And actually this morning I was with my girlfriend who I get a lot of intel. She's in the real estate development world. And uh, so, yeah, these these two guys who are both, uh, well, one of them is an Orthodox Jew and the other guy is pretty conservative. And they both grew up like right around here. And the um, the kind of the ringleader, his name is Jason. And he lives actually right across the street from my old apartment from when I was single. And uh, apparently he, you know, he was an agent with Keller Williams here in Beverly Hills, and which is a, a, a smaller real estate firm. And um, they've It's no agency. <laughs> It's no agency. <laughs> They've been around a lot longer than the agency. But uh, anyway, they have completely like obliterated him from anything with their name. Like his little website is gone. His he's just he's kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. And I get that his attorneys are telling him to basically just go underground, lay low. His mom is actually an attorney um, and his family owns the apartment building that they live in. And he's kind of like I was talking to my girlfriend this morning. He's a pretty well-known guy around here. He's pretty, you know, lots of families know him, whatever. And so it's just kind of shocking because he's pretty well connected and all of this shit was going on. And I guess he had accrued a rather large balance on his company credit card. And he came up with this idea to have his friend, this guy, um, Ben Ackerman, pose as either a real estate agent or a um, an interested party, I guess, to these, uh, they're not really open houses, they're like brokers opens on Tuesday here in LA, it's called like Caravan Day and all the agents drive around to all the different open houses. And so anyways, it's, it's, it's you would think that you had to be like kind of vetted to get into these things, yeah, but makes sense. Like I was saying, I my husband and I, we went into an open house in our neighborhood this weekend and we, it was just the two of us. We were in the master suite and her closet was open and this woman had like an amazing shoe collection. And, but I was thinking back on this, like how this happened because basically he would have this, this, uh, guy, Ben assess the situation, like see, you know, what kind of stuff they had in their closet, see what kind of art they had, all this stuff. And then later they would go back and rob the place. And I was thinking back to that and I was thinking, you know what? No one was with my husband and I when we were in that open house. I could have easily taken anything from their, um, you know, from their closet. And so I, I can see how it happens. But uh, this, yeah, this guy, Ben Ackerman, surprisingly, he went to uh, this very strict Orthodox high school and he apparently had broken into one of their family friends' houses before. Um, and so, yeah, I go deeper into his family and everything, but they've been piecing this together since like 2016 and they're, they, uh, burgle, burgled Usher's house, um, Jason Derulo, Adam Lambert, some football guy that I don't know who he is and, uh, Sam Nazarian's house, which PK and Dorit were living in. And then I was also talking about this with my girlfriend this morning and I was like, you know, how, 
how much of you know Dorit and PK's personal belongings do you think were even actually in that house? Because the house was, it still is for sale, but I think it's a pocket listing now. It is for sale, uh, and there were some brokers opens, but I have a hard time believing there was much of their personal stuff in yeah. there, and even if it was real or faux. Uh, but <laughs> another, she, yeah, very, yeah. very fair assessment. Exactly, exactly. But she said that she had heard that from that residence that they it was because the house was staged. Um, I mean, it still is staged. That it was more like artwork and sculptures, and someone at the LAPD said. It's really interesting because a lot of these houses, they did have security cameras, but when they went in to look at the footage, it would either like completely block out during the time that it had been robbed or the footage was somehow like destroyed. That's so, crazy. So this guy was like yeah. really deep into this and was he like knew, full on ready. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. And a couple uh, a couple's classmates of his from his high school commented in the school paper and they said, you know, even back in high school, he was like really into technology. And so they were, I guess, in that sense, a good team because <laughs> he was yeah, able right? to do it. But they were piecing it together since 2016. And then um, they finally arrested this guy, Ben, last September. And um, but it's I guess it's kind of hard to make these things stick because you have to have very, very specific evidence. Yeah. Um, and they're both charged with, I mean, over 30 counts of different things. There's robbery, there's money laundering, there's embezzlement, there's, That's I mean, there's crazy. a bunch of shit. Um, and then they have a court date in like two weeks and another court date in October. But they're both very well connected in the community and both have attorneys in their family. So I'm sure they will be represented by amazing attorneys. And I, if the, even if they do do time, um, I don't think it'll be much. But I think what will suck the most is that – this is what my girlfriend and I were saying this morning. They're pretty much done here. Like oh, everyone, yeah. You know, that guy's never going to be a real estate agent. And he's going to have to like move to another state and change his name. Yeah, he's going to have to be like literally just go nowhere and like become no one because no exactly. one's going to want to hire him or do anything because he's literally a criminal. Well, and everyone knows him here. So it's like, yeah, but I, I thought I was reading, you know, that quote that Dorit said. She was like, I'm so glad this guy's finally off the streets. I can sleep better now. I'm like, first of all, he's not off the streets. He's out on bail. He's living like, I mean, I guess they're living in the valley now, but he's living across the street from the Four Seasons Hotel. He's holed up in his apartment. Like, he's not off the streets. Yeah, this guy uh, is like, this guy's like white collar ready to go kind of criminal. Exactly, exactly. It's not like some, you know, crazy like Charles Manson dude is going around robbing people. Um, it's pretty precise. And so, and also, like, do we really think that Dorit got robbed of much? Maybe like a fake Birkin or something? Maybe but... like, yeah, maybe she had like one of like her pairs of Beverly Beach taken because <laughs> he was like, they won't, they won't miss this. She's like, oh, five of my bikinis were stolen. <laughs> well, well, I could, I just have to say, this is kind of validation for the people who were like, no, she really did, you know, get burglared. And everyone's like, no, it, she's just saying it because. Uh, because uh, Kyle got burglared. Like, you know, it's not the same thing. Like, hey, no. Yeah, Dorit I actually got burglared. I can't say I that word. I didn't believe it at first either until, um, until, you know, all the details came out and everything and I started asking around. And there even – I'd heard from a couple people actually that these guys – I don't think it has been proven yet uh, or if it has, it's like on the down low. But I heard that there were possibly some connections – 
with Kyla Mauricio's oh, really? this. So, which I still don't, I, Kyle was posting pictures on her Instagram stories the other day of she, of her in her closet with, you know, she has like a new stash of handbags on the top shelf of her closet. I'm like, girl, do you really think that's a good idea? Did you not learn your lesson? <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, didn't everyone not learn their lesson after the bling ring? I mean, I, yes. I learned everything. I learned everything I know about Hollywood break-ins from the bling ring. <laughs> I would follow that story in like high school, watch the movie when it came out. I'm a bling ring fanatic. There was a lifetime movie. Yeah, everything about it. Yeah, I was like, girl, you live like literally backed up to Ventura Boulevard. You need to rein that shit in. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is Dorit bought that new house now near Kyle or is renting that new house near Kyle, which is actually very close to where... One of our, I mean, Armin, the other host of Hot and Bravo, lives like very close yeah. to where he lives. Yeah, it's crazy. Close. It's, it's I weird. I broke that story on my Patreon too. You're always breaking how, stories on your Patreon. Always <laughs> breaking stories, dude. You know, uh, yeah, that they're renting that house and they're. Um, I don't know if it's public yet or not, but it's it's. I said who they're renting it from, which is just like very ironic, and it's kind of it's just. When I found out who they're renting it from, I was, like, kind of surprised. But then also, like, why wouldn't this be the situation? But, yeah, that's also a very um, interesting situation. And actually, another one of my girlfriends, her kids go to uh, kindergarten at the same school that Jagger just started at. And another thing that I was contemplating, how they're coming up with 28000 a year to send their kid to private Jewish day school. But... Yeah, it's it's just fascinating. So, well, that's gonna end the first of our five stories for our this week in Bravo top five. That was just five, four, and three for two and one and our hot Bravo moment of the week. You're gonna have to check out our Patreon at patreon.com/slash hot and Bravo, and you'll get all of that and more. Jess, thank you so so much for joining us today. We really appreciated having you. We're so excited to talk about the top two stories with you later. But for those who are ending now, can you let everyone know one more time where they can find you and what they um, what they can listen to if they do decide to follow you? Of course. Well, thank, first of all, thank you so much for having me back. I love coming on your guys' show and love having you guys on my show. And uh, yes, my podcast is The Real Housewife of the West Side. It's everywhere you can find Hot and Bravoed. And uh, today I just released an episode talking about the OC girls coming up here to Beverly Hills and my thoughts on that and my favorite uh, screen grab from that episode. And next week I have my favorite Dallas housewife, Deandra Simmons, on on Wednesday and next Friday. Friday. I forget what next Friday is, but lots of fun stuff. So yeah. If you want to check it out, make sure to give her a follow. And if you guys want to follow us and make sure you don't miss a single thing hot and bravo moving forward, you can subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you guys want to follow us on social media, it's at hot and bravo, H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. We will see you guys next time.